Hey everybody, Zuby here to tell you about my Magic the Gathering podcast, Magic with Zuby. Magic with Zuby is a podcast all about the Magic the Gathering card game. We talk about the latest news and events, the latest cards and decks. We bring on guests from pro players to content creators and more. Join me each week as we keep discovering why Magic the Gathering is the best card game around. Everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the VCR Gaming Podcast. I am, of course, as always, one of the hosts, and my name is Matt. Guess what, guys? My other host, his name is Matt as well. How you doing, Matt? It's not exactly Matt. It's Matthew. But Matthew, uh, you I'll, left a syllable out. Matthew. Yeah, I'll, I'll, right. I'll take Matt though for it. And and where is your ass in particular in relation to mine this episode? Um, oh, so I have to do it now. I am <laughs> about. What was it? How many leagues am I away from you? Because <laughs> you're you're about what, like maybe ten miles away from me, or or like maybe fifteen? Uh, yeah, probably something like that. So how many leagues is that? That's a great question. I don't even know what a league is. Oh, if you ever read Lord of the Rings, they always say like, oh, you know, we're ten leagues away from. So one league equals three point four miles. So. If so I'm like, like five leagues away, I'm 3.4 leagues. I w- or I wonder how far I am away from you um, in terms of as the crow flies. It's pretty close. <laughs> it's, it's much closer than the way you can actually go. So, or if you want to say it in Florida talk, you're uh, you're 17 hollers. <laughs> down 17 the road. Holler. And <laughs> yeah. let's talk about fucking Florida, for instance, here. All right. Oh, so fuck. do we have to? <laughs> and I mean, I know. You know, you and me, we we know all about this shit because we've been in Florida forever. Um, but a lot of people don't know this about the wonderful state of Florida, that if you're traveling down 75 going past, you know, I-4 and Brandon, there's that huge Confederate flag there, which I mm. guess he just put the Confederate flag back up because it used to be like a different Confederate flag. It was like where it was all white and has a small Confederate symbol. Yeah, there were so many of them. He put the Confederate battle flag back up, I think it is, yeah. which is, it, I th- honestly, I think it's really hard to get flags that size, to be honest with you, and he just flies whatever one he has until yeah. it like gets all threadbare, but man, that pisses people off, that flag, doesn't it? Dude, it's crazy. I mean, I- I'm not saying I you know, support the Confederate flag or anything, but it's right, just, right, right. that guy's been doing it for so, he's been doing it for as long as I can remember, like even being a kid and all that. He's been doing it for a long time. So that that's like some Confederate battlefield or something like that. It's like a historical landmark there, and it's privately yeah. owned. So this guy thinks it's his duty to protect it or whatever, and he flies like <laughs> the most massive Confederate flag anybody's ever seen there. And yeah, anybody driving down I-4, you're, you're subjected to it for sure. And, and another great Florida, I mean, I wouldn't exactly call this a landmark, but you do see this especially in the Tampa Bay area, is the the one black guy who has the truck that has Confederate flags and the N-word plastered around his truck, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't see him as much anymore, though, as I yeah, used to. Th- that is true, but especially during election time, like during the whole Trump and Hillary thing, he was driving around everywhere. 
Florida is a crazy <laughs> place, people, is what we're getting at. It is messed up. And, yeah. uh, you know, all those stories you hear, mostly true. Uh, yeah. We're not all crazy here, but uh, there's a good bit. There's a good bit. Yeah, I mean, um, don't be surprised if you ever find an alligator in your yard. You know, I mean, it happens. What you mean? You mean a lizard? Uh, yeah. I'm not worried about. It. <laughs> you mean a puddle lizard? A puddle lizard. <laughs> I love that name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially I mean, if you go down bike trails and all that shit, and there's some water sources nearby. Don't be surprised to see shit. a bunch of alligators and shit. Fucking Disney, bro. You can get yeah, by gators is, at Disney. That's true. She, there was some lady that got like so a snake fell down on Disney property onto like a, a toddler or like a carriage that had like a toddler in it, and like the grandma had a heart attack. She freaked out, and it happened on Disney property, and it was like this big thing. And like the most ignorant comments, Matt, were online were like, "Well, Disney has the money; they should be able to rid their entire property of snakes. There shouldn't be one anywhere <laughs> on the property." I'm like. Have you fucking been to Florida? Like, yeah. do you know how big Disney's property is? Like, there's no way. There's no fucking yeah. way. How about you're in Florida? You might see a snake. That, that, <laughs> that's like saying we need to get rid of all the snakes in the Everglades. It, it's know. not going to happen. No. Like, most of Disney property is swamp and freaking forest. Like, how are you going to get rid of the snakes? How? Oh, people are dumb, Matt. Burn it they down. They really are. I guess burn it even now they still there still be some and still be like hey guys oh thanks for heating it up for me i enjoyed it three, <laughs> three things will live through the apocalypse in florida snakes cockroaches and alligators all that of them. is true i mean dude they're fucking dinosaurs man they they, they kind of are like the closest thing we have right and crazy. well if you listen to joe rogan chickens they're like little fucking velociraptors man yeah i mean kind of and they kind of are um i mean besides all that florida talk um <laughs> yeah dude so um i did a bunch of yard work yesterday i'm and, sorry um, yeah i'm sorry too so you know that um part of like i guess the side of my yard um there's that uh, used to be a clearing but um it got it over it just started overgrowing and shit and um i was uh cleaning that out clearing that out with um you know, trimming down the freaking bushes that came out and trying and the the way I tried to especially clear it out was get the lawnmower in there when I got rid of all the big heavy stuff that was in the way and okay. just try to clear it out. So and then I asked for your help on how to get rid of some stumps that were in there because I've got four stumps there. And oh, I only did you did you do it? I managed to get one out and by the time I got one little fucking stump, if you look at the camera, it's like about that big or so. It's small ass little stump and it took me Oh, God, like close to an hour to get out. And I was like, I was exhausted. I'm like, holy oh, it wrecked you, I bet, shit. dude. Yeah. Dude. yeah. I left that part out. I made it sound way easier than it actually was, by the yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. Dude, dude, I think the hardest part was just finding where the, the roots were, like where it was tied to the ground. So Zuby texted me and asked me, you know, or didn't ask me, but you're just saying you had to remove some stumps or whatever. And I was like, oh, dude, just shovel in an axe, bro. Get after it. <laughs> it's like it's no big deal. So so a funny thing about that was um, I guess at one point there's those that rubber guard thing, I guess, you know, like you you surround it in an area and it's like a little. Oh, rubber. yeah, yeah. And 
I guess there had been one there at one point because when I started digging around the stump, I found one. And of course, there were so and you can see all these roots that were growing alongside it. And I can tell just by digging that one spot, it's surrounding that entire rubber little thing. I don't even so know what the hell you call it. everything just grew over it and the dirt and everything. Yeah. So, I, like I said, I got the one stump out and I'm just like looking at this little shit. And then I look at the other three stumps and they're much bigger. And I'm like, mother fuck my life. <laughs> And I haven't even cleaned up all the debris that's surrounding it because I'm just like, I am I was exhausted by the time I got done with it, man. Yeah, no doubt. I bet, man. Yeah, but other than that, today, I just, I just been chilling out today because I was pretty wore out from yesterday and definitely got a little overheated because it's Florida. You know, it's, well, it's, it's summertime, dude, pretty much. Dude, speaking, yeah, summer's here, guys. It's February. Let's not fuck around. Summer's here. The only difference is yeah. the day isn't as long yet. Like, that's literally all that's going to change. Matt, I saw 98 degrees in my car the other day. 98. Dude, I mean. Can we get a break? So, I will say the little cold that we did have was a little, you know, not normal in terms of, like, how cold it actually got. That's one way to put it. And, um. I I just have a really dreadful feeling that this summer is going to be not normal too. I mean, it was pretty bad last summer. Last summer was terrible. You and know, it it was dude. Last summer was brutal. Not not to start the whole debate on global warming or whatever, but like you know, when we had a winter like we did this time around where we actually kind of had a winter, it kind of makes you think like, "No, we're going to be all right." And then when it's February 25th and it's 98 degrees outside, you're like, oh, no, I was wrong. We fucked. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we done goofed. We're done. Yeah. Oh, dude. It, it, it was bad yesterday. And friggin' um, all I did today was just really relax, play some games, watch Star Trek, and finished reading um, The Disaster Artist. That uh, sounds like a badass day, dude. You finished that, huh? Yep. Um, what so about that's the book. Whoa. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it, it, oh, my God. Better. Feedback. I know it's my phone on. Twitch. Oh no! Sorry, guys. I fixed it. I fixed it. Oh um, no! Uh, yeah. So that's the to clarify. That is the book of the movie of the movie. Correct. Yeah, that is the the book that just details like what it was like working on the room and all that. And holy shit, man! Gotcha. Just fucking insane. But I, I want to get into that a little bit later. Um, what about you? What have you been up? What have you been up to this weekend? Well. Let's see. Um, yesterday, what the frig did we do yesterday? So we went, oh, we went out to, uh, Melissa's little brother came and uh, stayed with us this weekend. He's, he's cool. He's a gamer. He yeah. actually, dude, he got a pretty boss ass freaking gaming uh, laptop, by the way. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, he hasn't had a PC for quite a long time. And I guess his dad, Melissa's dad got him, you know, a really nice one or whatever. He's high school age, you know, I think he's in ninth grade. And he ain't had a PC for a long time. He's a big gamer. So his dad hooked him up, dude. Let me tell you, he's got one of those uh, HP Omen gaming laptops. Dude, it's like, it's got the, uh, what is it? The, what's the, what's the SSIDs or SSDs? They're, um, I can't think of it right now, but the, uh, the solid state drives, fuck, it's all the rage right now, Matt. Why can't I think of it? The M... Oh, the M2 or whatever? Yeah, the M2. You know, it's got that. Yeah. It's got it's got like this 20-inch or 19-inch, you know, 1440p, 120 hertz monitor built in. It's a 1060 uh, overclocked video card in it. Damn. I mean, dude, it's it's no joke, man. And uh, nice. so I was... 
yeah, I was helping him out with that and, and all those things. So uh, he came over and him and Aiden were playing Diablo together like all weekend. And uh, we went to eat dinner yesterday with Melissa's dad and, and uh, her grandparents on her, her dad's parents, essentially. And that was nice. Um, today, uh, my mom's birthday is on Tuesday. Holler, mom. Happy birthday. Holla, holla. Holla, holla at your birthday. My mom's <laughs> birthday is on Tuesday. And if I'm honest, Matt, I waited a little too long last year to meet up with her for her birthday. <laughs> so really knocked it out by getting it done. So we had her over and I grilled for her and uh, we uh, we did like a little birthday thing for her today. And that's really that's all good. we've been doing this weekend. Um, I gamed a little bit like late last night. I finally got to game on the PSP, but I'll talk about that in a little while. Yeah, man. So I guess we're going to get into what we've been playing, a.k.a. doing now. A.k.a what what my life is about yeah. yeah um we can do that um yeah go right ahead matt if you want to start off yeah um, I'm we gonna, can do a back and forth or something if you want well i'm gonna be pretty short here i haven't been playing as much as you i've only been playing civilization six um i talked about it in the last episode right i think so uh, pretty sure you did yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah i just had to look up the notes for last week so yeah so i've been playing way more civilization six and um, something happened to one of my campaigns when I um, I was right at the end of doing a science victory campaign. And okay. so I've had this happen to me once before with the game. And I thought, oh, maybe it was just a glitch or something. And okay. I went to go close out the game because I was done. I was on like turn 420 out of 500. And um, it crashed on me. The My Windows OS crashed. And I, I think it has to do with something where when you play the game, you have two choices. You can play just regular Civilization Six, or you can play Civilization Six and whatever the latest DirectX is. I don't remember what version, but... 12, I think, is the newest. Does it really yeah. support 12? Yeah. Holy shit. So I've been playing it in DirectX 12, and it crashed on me once when I was exiting. So when it crashed a second time, when I was in the middle of this freaking long ass campaign that i've been playing it corrupted my save file and oh, i couldn't God. go back to it and i was i was is like is there no cloud save in that no no oh, balls dude that's and, really terrible man yeah i mean it sucked i was pretty pissed but i'm like okay let me just start a new game and i've been starting a new game and my own I, i'm playing america right now i oh, just yeah i just built new york i've got philadelphia new york and washington dc it's all and, them uh, Yankee towns. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to try to do a dominance victory where I just freaking own everybody in the world. So, like, when you have to restart because uh, a lost save or whatever the case may be in a video game, it can go, like, one or two ways. Like, it can go either the way you went where you just start over and you take it with stride and you do things a little better and you probably don't make some of the same mistakes and yeah. everything's good. Or it goes the other way where you try to start over and you're just so fucking far behind or just don't care, like, and you just say, fuck it, you never touch the game again. So I'm glad that it wasn't number two for you. Yeah, I mean... It, it does suck that the great thing with the game is it's sort of like playing a board game, right? Right, you right. Know, you, when you're done playing the board game, you can go back to it and play it a different way, in a sense, depending on what kind of board game it is. Gotcha. Um, that, that, that's the best way to describe this kind of game, and it's such a good game. It's so deep, and it's I'm, I'm this this next campaign I'm playing right now, I, I did read up a little bit of strategy and some tips that I should do, and... It's working out better for me, but there's just so much more that I don't even know with this game, and it's it's just super deep. 
Yeah, dude, you're 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 making me want it, but dude, that's a man. I I don't. I'm gonna have to go with like four or five or something first to make sure that I want to spend the money on that new one, man, because they they ain't giving it away. I'm not gonna lie, they ain't giving it away. If you do, if you get four or five, dude, I'm down with playing because I've got I've got three, four, and five on Steam, and um, one and two are free. So true, but it's hard to go back to one and two. I, I actually downloaded what was it two and even though right. i never played it before it was just like oh this is this is pretty tough to go back to it's sort of like trying to go back to warcraft one and two where it's mm-hmm. like oh shit because y- you can easily go back to warcraft three but one and two that that's pretty hard that's pretty hard to do um so aiden started messing around he just was seeing what games he could get for free and he started messing around with uh starcraft 2 but like super super like basic and man that shit is i mean i know it's still played and everything but boy it does show its age i'll tell you that for sure yeah it's um i mean what that game came out 2010 now and it it does show its age but dude it's still freaking popular It's, it's not I, I do miss the days of when it was the number one esport before League of Legends started getting into play and all that. And um, I feel like those were the glory years of StarCraft 2, but now it's just it's a shell of its former self at yeah. this point. I mean, and, and so is life, you know? Nothing lasts forever. Yeah, yeah um, very true. So uh, we were actually, uh, one thing I left out is we were at the mall yesterday, and Matt, I saw, it made me think of you, I saw another game that you were playing for a while was Stardew Valley. Um, not for the Switch, though. I saw it for PlayStation and, and, and all that. And your recommendation still stand. I should get that on the Switch. Have oh, you played that at dude, all either? Yes. No, no. This week has just been nothing but Civilization VI. It's, I've, got, I've got like, what, 15 hours into it now? True. So, yeah, it's been nothing but Civ right now. And it probably will be like that for a little bit because I don't really have a desire to play anything right now. I've been, dude, I've been, such, I've been reading books like insanely lately. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe. No, it's all, no, it's all good. It, I think it's interesting that you read the book about a movie that it was a movie that was made about a movie. It's like, yeah. it's like book movieception. <laughs> book crazy. Movie-ception. So, yeah, I want to talk about the disaster artist real quick. So, sure. Um, I know we talked about when I watched the movie before the Disaster Artist movie. So the book, right. um, the Disaster Artist movie is loosely based on the book, the Disaster Artist. I mean, they they do a really good job, you know, coinciding with the book and about a lot of the stories that happen. But the the movie takes a little bit of a different turn compared to the book. So the book is more of a of a retelling of. Greg Sestero, who plays the character Mark in the room and um, about what his experience was like with Tommy Wiseau and, you know, meeting him and doing the room, which and, has to be a trip, dude. I, I, I need to watch the room again because I've already seen it like three or four times, but I need to watch the movie again after reading this book. And because he goes into details about what it was like doing certain scenes and how terrible Tommy Wiseau is in terms of just acting, directing and producing. And it'll make you look at that movie in a different light. So you've never seen The Disaster Artist or The Room yet, right? No, just clips. I've seen like all the most common clips from The Room. Yeah. So what I recommend that you do and you have you have to do this so, so you understand you have to watch The Room first. 
Right. And then go and watch The Disaster Artist. And then I really, really recommend reading the book, The Disaster Artist. It's it's a pretty short book. It's only like 260 pages. And I yeah, I saw it. It didn't yeah, yeah. when you had it. It didn't look anything major at all. Some nah, light it, reading, quote unquote. Yeah. yeah, and it's um, it just really opened your mind into, you know, the bizarreness of Tommy Wiseau and. And it's also it also goes to show there is some endearing qualities about Tommy Wiseau too that, regardless of how hard it was for him to make that movie, The Room, he right. event he eventually freaking made it. And look at the cult phenomena backing behind it now. I mean that movie is still played every month in theaters in like New York, London, and L.A. So speaking of that, there's a new movie that he's doing. That's going to start airing in select theaters next month, I saw. Did you see that? Yeah, I think it's called Best Friends. Yeah, Best Friends, exactly right. Which, man, I wonder... I don't know anything about it, do you? No, I don't really know much about it. I just I'm wondering know. if it's all him again, um, or if any of he got like any help, you know, I, now that he's friends with actual people that make movies. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm looking curious. it up right now as well. Best friends movie. I, I it just showed up in my stream, uh, so it, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Best friends. Oh yeah, it's actually coming out next month. Yeah, they're they're gonna have it's only gonna be like in select theaters, I believe. Um, yeah, so I don't know, but anyways, so he's uh, he's got something else in the works, so that's pretty cool. I mean, it's 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 probably gonna be terrible. Well, I mean, you know? I, I think it's to be expected because it's Tommy Wiseau and it's um like I said, man, seeing that movie, The Room, you think, oh, okay, this is just a really bad, funny movie, but no, there's a lot more there's a lot more story behind making that movie um, than just it's a bad movie. It, it's, and it was, it was a very funny book. There were times in that book that I was literally laughing out loud and I just had to put it down. Just that's pretty awesome. The insanity of it. And um, it, so that's, that's crazy that the room was from 2003 yep. and the disaster artist is 2017. So it, it took 14 years for that thing to really come to light and become kind of uh, popular. That's well, crazy. Well, I mean, The Room has been popular because that book was written in 2009, I think it oh, was. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So it was. So the movie already had a cult following at that point. Right. And um, I mean, it, it's been because I remember seeing clips of The Room like a long time. I just never watched it or anything. Gotcha. And it wasn't until when the disaster artist like first had a trailer back during last summer is when I actually decided to watch the room and all that. And then I was so hyped for disaster artist because it looked like such a good movie. And, um, and, and anything Franco and, 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 and that whole crew does is, you know, it's going to at least be hilarious minimum. Yeah. 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 And you know, the disaster artist it was really good. And I like the the way what they did the story because they really focused more on the friendship between Tommy and Greg was the key point of it. Even though the the book does dive into their friendship, there's a lot of other parts to it as well that aren't ever shown in the movie. But it's just it's insanity, man. It was just a good and I recommend, you know, watching like hell you and I, I i'd even watch the room with you because it's it's just such a funny experience and such a, i know man i'm slack and i need to do that such a crazy experience too because you'll watch this and be like 
who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um, what I need to do, man, is um, I need to give you a thumb drive so that you can give it to me so I don't have to get anxiety about giving my computer aids. Yeah. Because that's honestly what's stopping me. Yeah, bring that tomorrow, man, and I'll... I'll I'll give it to you. I'll I'll give you the the AIDS free version. Thank you, sir. Thank you, kind <laughs> sir. No, but I, that what I was just gonna say. I just get serious anxiety every time I go to like get on a torrent website on my on my PC. I mean, uh, when I go to uh, legally purchase movies, I just get yeah. worried about their security um, that they have on their websites and my shit getting stolen. Right. I'm just at this point. I don't, just don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> it's like yeah, whatever. No, I mean, what, what are what are they gonna take my ones of cents that I have? I know, right? Now they'll, <laughs> they'll 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 mess you up pretty good, but uh, well, as long as you're not redistributing it for money. Oh yeah, I mean, well, think about it. We we all got hacked anyway with that Equifax hack. So yeah, good point. So, Very I mean, good point. Our our credit's already in the shitter anyway, so fuck it. Um, but that has been it for me, man. It seems like you've done way more stuff than I have lately. You think I have? I haven't. <laughs> um, I don't have any amount of time into anything that's on my list. But uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe you can chime in as well as as you. There's pretty much. I think there's only one game you may not have played uh, on that list. But um, first, before I get into games, though, let me just talk about movies. I saw a meh movie. Um, meh. Yeah, Justice League became available um, last week, this week, or last week, and we went ahead and bought it, and, you know, <clears throat> I don't want to say it's a bad movie, it's not, it's just, they just, there's too many, and, and this is so cliche, and this is what everybody was kind of saying, but it's true, there's too many characters and their backstories and what's going on with them currently crammed into it. And I feel like yeah. they left a lot out. Like, I feel like a lot was probably cut out of that movie. Oh, yeah. You can definitely tell. And that that was one of the things that was a huge issue. I mean, compare that to the Avengers where the, the four main Avengers had all their own separate movies before they made that Avengers movie, right? Right. No, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's where Justice League is really weak and and go on. No, no. You know, one thing I like to say about Avengers too, you could watch Avengers having not seen the other movies with their backstories, which is also kind of interesting. Like, although it definitely helps and I prefer it, they, yeah. the way they went about Avengers, you could watch that not knowing anything, just jump into it and you could enjoy that movie. Justice League, they tried to do that, but they just, I don't know, man, they just seem to have fallen short. And like the ending of it and like the 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 end battle and everything wasn't really that great. Um, I just, I don't know, like I'll give it like a, you know, so if we're on the, the yellow SNES rating system, you know, I give it 2.5 out of 5. It's not terrible, but it's nothing great. You know what I mean? It's kind of middle of the road. I mean, don't spend money on it like I did. That's stupid. Oh, man. I mean, I, I guess I enjoyed it way more because I had zero expectations going into it. And I thought it was going to be an absolutely terrible movie. But I surprisingly enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Right. And I think a lot of it had to do with Jason Momoa's portrayal of Aquaman. He was because you got to remember Aquaman in the comics. And especially in the old cartoon shows of Justice League, no one fucking liked Aquaman, all right? He no, Aquaman is kind of, kind of a bitch. He, he was a bitch and he was lame, 
All right, lame as fuck. I mean, I'm sorry for all you Aquaman fans out there if I'm offending you, but you got him. He was lame. Like, no, like, he was. He was. I'm with a, you on that. A good example of of this is compare um, Iron Man and Thor before the movies started. No one ever fucking liked Iron Man before mm. Robert Downey Jr. played him, and no one ever liked Thor before Chris Hemsworth played him. They, those movies made those two characters cool. No one liked bitch-ass Thor. He was so fucking boring and holier than thou, and no one liked bitch-ass Iron Man either. He was like, <clears throat> no, the, true. no one ever wanted to play Iron Man when you were playing Avengers when you were no, a kid. No, well, they were, they were, you know, they were second, they were second-rate characters, too. They to, were B-stories. Captain America you know? and shit. Yeah. Captain America was yep. the shit. And then yep. you had, you know, Wolverine, you know? Yep, absolutely. But I just, you know, I, I had hopes about nothing in that movie except for aquaman and i feel like we didn't get enough i think aquaman that the dude did a great job um he's got you know he's kind of an asshole this and that you know it's i i feel like that aquaman needed a movie um yeah before this like i do and i think it would be better than this movie and you know because not all the dc stuff is bad and i'm not again i'm not saying this is bad but i was disappointed because the only thing i was looking forward to was fucking aquaman and there wasn't enough of it and yep. he's kind of cheesy towards the end and like the battle like he's kind of just kind of getting my man my man <laughs> when he gets thrown yeah <laughs> that was the best i loved it it was funny but it's just like he was secondary and you know it had to be all about superman and batman fucking finishing shit off yeah and it's like i just know i don't care you know what i mean like it's yeah i don't know so i was let down for the only part i, w- I had my hopes up for um, you know, it, it is what it is. I'll, I'll watch it again just to make sure I'm not missing anything. But meh. yeah, no, and I I see where you're going with it, and that's why when I first watched the movie, I I when I left the theater, I was like, you know, I could have ha- I could have sat there for another hour if they had fully fleshed out more of like Cyborg, Aquaman, and the Flash. Yeah, you know, I I I would have been fine with it but then i compare that to a movie like thor ragnarok and i wanted to leave the fucking theater (laughs) but i felt like it couldn't end soon enough because i was just bored to tears and same with star wars episode eight it's like i couldn't wait to fucking leave you know so i i want to speak to thor because we watched it today while my mom was over because she hadn't seen it yet yeah and she made a really good point that kind of made me go huh and stop hating on thor as much now I I enjoy the humor in the Thor movie. Like if if that's just how Thor always was, it would be probably acceptable. But because mm-hmm. all the other ones were very serious and everything, it was kind of shitty to see so much humor in the new movie. But yep. my mom made an amazing point, Matt, is that she's like, well, she's like, isn't it? Like, she says some of the effect of like it's the like the progression of his character. Like he's been on Earth and he's starting to get like an Earth mentality and and the humility of the the humans and things like that and he's becoming more human and this movie would and granted it still probably took it a little too far but that's true actually if you think about it he would have changed a bit um, living on Earth and and being amongst everybody you know and and he you know did they take it too far I think so but yeah um, they really did it's not as bad and it is kind of a progression of his character. Um, if, if you watch it as a standalone movie, as just something, you know, with, you know, you want some laughs and, and some, some useless action, it's good. You know, it's no, it's no four out of five or anything. Like I'd put it down there at the three mark. It's a little bit better than justice league in my opinion, but only just, 
you know, tiny, but that's just me. Uh, some people might like it the other way around, but I don't yeah. think it's a great movie. Melissa loves it, though. She loves Thor. Yeah. Uh, she thinks that movie Ragnarok is the shit. And it is funny as hell. Um, but Oh, it, it's it's it, funny. I, I don't... I'm not saying it wasn't it, it, or but anything. But you're it was, saying it's not how it, he should be, though. Like, that's it, not how a Thor movie should be. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with it, you. It's, it's not only that. The thing that really got me about that movie was I... Even though I didn't like all the humor in it, I was enjoying all the scenes with Thor and Hulk and all that. But anytime they moved over to the bad guy, the whatever her name was, I wanted to tear my eyeballs eyeballs out because it was so boring. Not and, not the best, most captivating villain. I agree. Absolutely. No, I mean, and and she had the chance of being interesting because that was Thor's sister, right? And she turned out to be boring, generic bad guy of the week. Generic is, is yeah definitely the best way to put that um and i felt like that movie was way too long as well too it should have been it's pretty long 20 minutes shorter whereas like justice league i wouldn't have mind another hour in that movie i would completely agree with that same as same exact as you um jeff goldblum killed it and uh and thor though he's hilarious yeah that 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 was pretty (laughs) funny and that's perfect for him and of course once again i love tom hiddleston as loki in it he kills it he always kills it yeah yeah, he's pretty but, solid. But what, the 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 one downside to that movie though is we're never gonna see Hulk planet because that's the planet where the Hulk actually amasses an army and starts to fuck shit up, and we're never it, gonna see that now. It, it was that planet. Yeah, and I mean I can understand why they didn't do. They're never gonna do that movie because the Hulk himself isn't a very good main character. No, he's pretty shallow. He's pretty one dimensional. Yeah, so, but, I mean, it, it was, Thor Ragnarok was a decent movie overall, um, not one of my favorite Marvel movies, and, yeah, I'm, no. and I still haven't seen Black Panther yet, and I'm just, everybody's saying it's really good, but I'm still, still, still worried that it's going to be that same Marvel mentality of, we're going to see the same exact thing, but just different characters. And- I think they marveled it too, Matt. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of worried that it's a shitload of hype. I'm in that same boat with you. I'm going to see it. And I'm going to judge it yeah. fairly, but I think they marveled it. I really do. Yeah, and I mean, I guess that's to be expected. I mean, it's not like these movies are deep or anything. I mean, they're comic book movies. Good point. And, uh, graphic novel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess not graphic novel technically, but... No. Um, well, so isn't it... So what What the next movie coming out is the, uh, the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. And that's gonna be it, right? Like that's the end of all these these nope. these stories. Nope, because um, it's gonna be that Avengers movie. Then there's gonna be an Ant Man movie after that. So, but um, there's so this was technically supposed to be part one of Infinity War. Okay. And I don't know if they're changing that, but all I have to say is in this Infinity War movie and spoilers, um. Thanos better destroy half of the universe like he does in the comics. Um, well, I thought that was the point that after Infinity War, like that's going to be it. Like just, you know, nope. they're going to reboot everything. So w- unless there's two Infinity Wars, so, you know, yeah. then maybe after that one they will. Hopefully, because, you know, it would be nice for them to end it. And, you know, it, it, it'll be something that hasn't been done in movie history and it'll be cool. But who's going to be Iron Man? Uh, hopefully, um, I don't know, Joaquin Phoenix or something. Or 
<laughs> Zach Efron. Zach, yeah, it probably will be Zach Efron. Justin Bieber. Like I, I don't know any of these younger actors or anything. What, or what if they just rearranged all the all the different actors and made them play different superheroes? So like you'll get like Ryan Reynolds is not Deadpool. You get him as somebody else, and you know, Ryan Reynolds is Green Lantern. And, oh uh, wait, he did that. Ben Affleck <laughs> will be Daredevil, <laughs> and uh, fuck Chris Evans will be the Human Torch. Ew. Or the human flame, whatever the fuck the fantastic. Yeah, it's like court. is the is the <laughs> is the talent pool not deep enough for these movies that they have to pull this bullshit? I'm sure there is. It's oh, just man, we don't know how it all goes. But um, whatever. All right. Anyways, back to games. That's enough uh, Marvel DC hate that we're spewing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Anyway, so video games. So a couple things. I did play Fortnite. Um, on two different occasions this week. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, so I played. Um, I played with uh, EJ and uh, his buddies uh, Cody and Eric. Uh, so we had a full Fortnite squad on the X Bone, and um, a lot of fun. Um, something interesting. Like the day after or two days after we played, they came out with an update for the X Bone Fortnite that supposedly makes the graphics smoother, makes the game run more efficiently. So all that pitching I was doing according to EJ, has been fixed. So um, I'm going to try that out this week and see if that's true. Um, I also played Fortnite on the PS4 with uh, Vic, who was on the show last week. Um, and they the update to the PS4 version of Fortnite did bring it closer to within spec of uh, PC, as in it's much smoother looking. The graphics are a little bit improved. I, it's still running 30 frames a second. It's not doing 60 uh, on PS4. But still looks good. Other than that, it's on par with the PC version. So we played that a bit. Um, Vic is, uh, he, I don't think he's played quite as much as I have. Um, so he was kind of trying to do a little bit of the shit you were trying to do, uh, where you want to go to like hot zones and stuff a little bit. Yeah. We had to had to tone it down a scotch. Um, but, uh, you know, it's good. We got a couple kills in. Nothing major. We didn't do anything that great. It was just duos. Um, but, uh, you know, it's all right. So anyways, I'll, I'll report back if the X-Bone version of Fortnite is fixed, um, this week and, uh, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, another thing I have been playing more Shadow Warrior again, that, that game from way back in the day, uh, the, uh, and the one that we found that was free a couple episodes ago. And I finally turned the difficulty down that game. It was pissing me off pretty bad. <laughs> I ne- I still need to try it out. It's cool. Go to the um, so there's four difficulty levels. Go to the second one from the lowest and uh, just just sit there. It'll be fine. At least for you to play around and just screw off. Yeah. Um, it's a little too hard when you turn it up because it's just you make very little progress and then die. And the game doesn't auto save. You have to save. It's you know it's old school. So if you don't save, you have to fucking redo a bunch of really hard shit. So, whoa, whoa, whoa! No auto save. What is, yeah, what is this? What is this I know. archaicness? Dude, you if- have to save yourself. Like you have to do it. <laughs> it's crazy. You can save any time though, which is cool. Which is different for a game of that era too. Um, you can save at any second that you want. You can f- essentially, you know, you could be in the middle of getting killed and save, and you'll come right back to your death. So um, it's cool as far as that goes. It's it's really neat. Like, the graphics are really fucking terrible. I want to say it's like, what is it, 800 by 600 or something like that is what it was made for, which was, quote-unquote, a oh, high-res God. monitor Damn, back in the I day. I remember that shit. Yeah, so it, it does remind you of some, uh, you know, uh, 
PlayStation one esque pixelation looking shit, yeah. you know? Um, but not terrible by any means. Good for the time. I mean, you know, it's no, it's no better or worse than Duke Nukem. I would say, um, one thing that messed me up on that game. So I'm not used to water, uh, not being transparent how it isn't like you could see through the water in games now. Like you can tell yeah. what's underneath the water. And when he, when your character, uh, Wang, uh, when he goes into the water, he automatically is swimming, but it feels just like he's walking. So I just thought the water was really shallow and I was getting stuck, couldn't figure out what I was doing. And I crouched down and next thing you know, I'm underwater. <laughs> so, and then oh, there's like shit. a whole area. So yeah. So one thing we forget and, or that I forgot rather, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say we, but, um, that I forgot about that, uh, old games, they didn't, you know, that old, they really didn't have transparent water dialed in. So you can't when the hell see did that start coming about, man. I don't know. It's gotta be like super Mario on the 64 or something somewhere in that era. If I had to guess, but I really, truly don't know. But, um, but yeah, those ID games from the Duke Nukem shadow warrior era, um, they did, you know, when you go underwater, it just puts like a blue tint over everything to make it look like you're in water or whatever, <laughs> you know? Oh Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that was kind of fucking with me. And then that opened up a whole new world of things. You know, you can get to secrets and see things. But yeah, I had no idea. I just thought it was shallow water and I was walking around. But no, he's swimming. So that that was something to experience from older games. So that that was cool. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that. That's a really fun game that like if you're just fucking off or like I was on the phone sitting at my computer desk. And uh, you can just fire it up and mindlessly just shoot things like, you know, and, and, and fuck around. That's a really good game for that. So I'll try it out one day. Maybe check check it out if you if you think about it, bro. It's it's cool. It's cool. Uh, let's see. I have I have played PUBG, Matt. I did. Uh Oh, yeah. Um, even though I bitched about all the cheating and all that, like I just really wanted to play it for some reason. So I've played yeah. I played probably about six games or so this week. I played it a bit. You know, that's that's good for roughly, you know, three, two, three hours, something like that of gameplay, yeah. total gameplay. And um, I came in fifth as the best I did. Um, one thing that's interesting is it's defaulting me to the Asian servers. Sounds uh, about right. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're going to get destroyed Marked by, anyway. you know, yeah. China number one. Uh, you know, no matter what server you're on, but um, I just thought that was weird that it keeps doing that, and I can't figure it out. But um, yeah, so I played in there. Um, had some good stuff. I got some kills. I uh, got murked a lot. It's um, same old PUBG. There's really nothing changed. I don't think I get anybody cheated to kill me. Like all my kills this week playing it were clean. I can't. I can say that maybe, maybe they've cleaned the cheating up a little bit. I don't know. Um, but to me, I, I don't think I got any cheap kills. I watched all my kill cams and everything seemed fair. I just suck. Um, you know, so, uh, but yeah, PUBG's there. Uh, played it. Um, what else? So last night, I uh, I was, man, I just didn't know what I wanted to play. And, and um, Aiden and, uh, and George, Melissa's brother, were, uh, were in the game room. And I didn't want to bother them or, you know, kick yeah. them out or anything. And I'm just like, man, I want a game. I'm like, do I want to play the PlayStation? What do I want to do? It's like, you know what? I'm going to bust out the PSP. I can chill on the couch, just have something in my hand. And uh, I busted out this little gem uh, called Pursuit Force. Have you ever played that, Matt? Nope. I'm going to have to... I saw you put it on our Instagram. I need to look that up. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Check it out. I, I don't know if that was ever ported to anything else. I'm pretty sure it was developed for the PSP. Um, it's just because some of the way the controls are when you're shooting, they were designed to kind of accommodate you not having two joysticks. Um, it uses it, it opts for a targeting system. Like you can use one of the shoulder buttons to change your target and it'll shoot at it automatically. But dude, it's such a weird game. It's like it's a driving game. It's a driving and shooting game. It's a kind of a crappy shooter. Um, what the fuck is this? I'm watching a video of it right now. It's a it's a jump from car to car on the freeway yeah. and take over whatever <laughs> car you want. Like it's really fucking cool, especially for the PSP. Like if you just want something that's challenging enough and and kind of fun and interesting and different it really is it's like three or four games in one and somehow they marry it together to work and it's like super cheesy like you gotta like you know there's all these different groups of of bad guys that you're trying to uh to to defeat you know you got like the classic mob and then you got like the asian mob and then you got like the commandos which are like you know some type of militant group or whatever and you got to like take them all down um you know, this it's looks really interesting, actually, dude. The cool thing is it's like a seven or eight dollar game. Like it's never even like under glass when you go to game stores. It's just sitting out there like I see it all the time. And uh, it's pretty fucking fun. Um, oh, shit. And I have a PSP. I could actually get this. Yeah, you do. Dude. And it's dirt cheap. It's dirt cheap and it's worth it. There's tons of gameplay there, especially if you want something, you know, you don't want to, you know, get balls deep into a store. You just want to shoot some shit or, you know, mess around yeah. or whatever. Um, oh, so it is a good game. pick me up type game. Oh yeah, you can pick it up and leave it anytime you want. Um, the, the pursuit force part of it is really interesting because it's not only the title and and kind of like, but it's uh, you get this, you get like this pursuit meter thing for doing good things like mm-hmm. you know not killing civilians and shit and and <laughs> killing guys like how you should and it fills up. And what's cool is when it fills up, you can you can spend it. And uh, it'll repair the, the your health and your vehicle's health. Oh, shit. Right. So it kind of gives you a chance to kind of keep going and you can so keep refilling it. So is it a free-roaming type game? Or? No, it's crazy linear. Um, oh, okay. There's a couple of areas where you can walk around and shoot. But like I said, it's it's you you select your target. You don't really have to worry about aiming very much. Yeah. But you do have the choice to not merc somebody if you don't want to. You actually get more justice points if you... Um, I think that's what it's called justice maybe pursuit points justice i don't know but to fill your meter up you can actually uh handcuff dudes like you can take them into custody when you're in those those stages and shit so um yeah it's just it's a really odd game um i think i was like yeah like where did a, you hear about this so or? like a year ago i was like at night i was like watching youtube and uh, i was on uh metal jesus's channel and mm-hmm. he did a let's play of it uh, with him and dude named Reggie, I think, and they were playing it. And I was like, damn, this actually isn't terrible. This looks like fun. And he's like, oh, and it's like a hidden gem because, you know, it's his term or whatever. He's yeah. like, Cause it's only like seven bucks. And I'm like, wait, what? Because all the games he always puts up or plays, you know, they're like crazy rare and somebody gave it to him and yeah. you're never yeah. going to find it. So, you know, I, I was like, all right, I'll keep that in mind. And a few weeks later, we were at, um, we were at a game store, the wife, uh, Melissa's brother and, and Aiden and, and uh, I there it was on the shelf for like seven eighty eight or something like that. Oh shit. So I grabbed it and uh yeah, the, the PSP mat is is kind of a system to be collecting for right now. Um there's not a whole lot that's crazy expensive right now on it. Um there are some that are getting up there, but for the most part, yeah. 
even the the the, the most expensive games that you're gonna like want are like 20 30 bucks they're not that bad um and there's tons of it people are giving that shit away so um yeah there there's my my top tip of the week is uh start getting psp stuff because uh i'm sure that's gonna start changing tides yeah. pretty soon yeah um, it's my psp collection is so sad i've only got what final fantasy 7 crisis core and yep. final fantasy tactics which it is a terrible port by the way the of tactics, tactics one. oh yeah, that's so bad it's it's slow i've got that and, uh that crisis core as well how, how do you feel about that um from what i've played of it i've only played like maybe two or three hours of it it's not bad it's it's a weird battle system and it's i don't like i didn't like how linear it was but mm. i mean it's not a bad game I'll have to check it out. It's been sitting on the shelf collecting dust. Uh, yeah. It seems involved, and the last time I tried to get involved on the PSP was Monster Hunter, and it just wasn't a fun experience. Dude, the new Monster Hunter looks so good. It does look awesome. <laughs> I really want to play it so bad. I know. I, I keep debating. if You know, I, I think I'm going to hold off, though, because we got like yeah. Far Cry coming out uh, next month. Oh, shit. That's right. Uh, Yeah, like a week from, or a month from today, I think, so... I don't know that I need to jump into Monster Hunter or not. Yeah, yeah. I'll prob- I'm probably going to hold off, too. It looks phenomenal, it. dude. It looks good as hell. I say maybe I'll wait till Christmas time, but then Red Dead's going to be out by then. And Oh, we're going to be so deep in Red Dead, dude. Yeah, no. Yeah. What else is coming out? What am I forgetting? Something else is coming out, and it's coming out soon. God of War comes oh, God out of in War. June. God of War. Okay. So we it's going to be a good year for gaming, man. We're going to get a lot of good games. I hope so. Me I mean, too. The Switch seems kind of lacking i mean i know we're gonna get yoshi and kirby kirby comes out soon but i'm just not that excited about either of those games honestly i'm excited for that project octopath traveler oh that's right that's right i forgot all about that when's that supposed to come it just out? says 2018 oh shit that's right um that i'm pretty fucking have you played the for. demo on it of it yet no did you yeah the demo was it feels like you're playing old school final fantasy so it's good then oh yeah Ooh, okay. I'll get the demo. I'll, I'll report back next yeah. episode. I'll play that this week. Yeah, does um, that the I, I I didn't play the demo all the way through. I just because I want to you know keep a lot of stuff surprised. I just really wanted to try out the movement system and the combat system, and then I deleted it after that. But and that was only like thirty minutes. But true. yeah, just try it. But so far, it's got the uh, the Zubatron seal of approval. So far, nice. I mean, more so than Xenoblade right now. You're still still not uh, ready to go back into that, huh? No, I I need to like I said last week. It's um I need to really just sit down and figure out how to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> like I I need to dive into some you know army manuals and shit. Damn. Yeah. Damn. 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 Yeah. Well, maybe maybe you'll jump back into it. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, so that that's really it for me on games, Matt. Um. Uh, I can't think. I'm, I think I might have messed around. Oh, I play with Mega Maker. Um, nothing to note. I, I just fucked around for a minute. I still hate it. Uh, it's hard as fuck. All the levels everybody makes is. Did you impossible. ever play my level? Yeah. Okay. I think I, I only. I don't remember one. it because it was a long ass time ago. But yeah, I played yeah. it. Okay. Yep. Yep. Did um, you ever make a level? Nothing worth uploading. Just oh, fucked okay. around. I yeah. Honestly, I just more played everybody's. Just kind of. I don't know, man. I wasn't feeling creative. I wasn't feeling it. 
True. Uh, I don't blame you. I think it's easy to do. Like, I don't think it's a problem with the, the software. I just wasn't feeling making a Mega Man level, you know? You ever get mm-hmm. that feeling? You just don't want to... I don't know. I got like that with Mario Maker sometimes, too. Like, eh, I don't feel like doing this right now. And just yeah, there were just times it. I didn't feel like lifing, so... <laughs> Make it really depressing. Yeah. Um, so I know exactly what you mean. Good. 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 So let's see, Matt. We have got some news. This is almost like a news special episode, isn't it? Yeah. For sure. You want to start off with the first story? Sure. Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2 out for the Switch on May 22nd. How cool is that? Which I... I'm still debating whether or not I want to pick it up for the Switch because I already beat Legacy Collection 1 on PS4. I didn't do any of the challenges because I don't really give a shit about any of that. Right. Like, that stuff, because all they do is, like, they'll they'll make you replay certain levels of Mega Man, but, hey, we're making it harder. Hey, you got to play it backwards. I'm like, I don't <laughs> fucking care about that, you know? Because Mega Man needs to be harder. Yeah, I know, right? And I'm... And I'm more than halfway done with Legacy Collection 2. I just have 9 and 10 left. So God, dude, you're <clears> fucking <throat> killing it on the Mega Mans, bro. I know, I know. Holy but, shit. So it's, in one hand, I mean, if I ever want to go back and play Mega Man again, I'm probably definitely going to pick it up for the Switch just for the portability. But I just wanted to put it in there because this means that Mega Man 11 is going to be coming out soon this year. Yep. And then... You got the Mega Man X Legacy Collection coming out. That as well. is what I'm stoked for. Um, I know. I can't wait. So, h- how do you feel about this new Mega Man Collection One and Two coming out on Switch, but it's not going to be a physical copy? Oh, it's not. No download code. That's seriously. I well, thought it was le- at be... least Legacy Collection Two is a download code. Ugh. I know that for sure. I don't know about one. Okay, I don't um, like it now. I, I I really had no idea it was not going to be physical. Yeah. Why not, though? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't... Hold on. I'm going to look. Let me see if I can find anything else about it. But I, I heard the second one is a download code. Uh, um, not a fan. Uh, May 22nd. Download only. Not a fan yep. at all. But adding download only in a $10 premium when you buy it. Uh, not buying this. Yeah, so... Uh, let's see. Do 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 do. Legacy Collection Two is not a process. You see what digital. Oh, so when I look at the Switch case, yeah, it says Internet download required. Micro SD card may be required for it. So it's a download code in the box, is what it is. Fuck. The, okay, I don't like it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not its friend anymore. You got these on PlayStation already, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So fuck it. I I picked them up on Xbox. Um. Did you, did you get the second one too? Yeah, I have them both. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a fan at all. They they play fine on the on the modern consoles though. I will say that. I mean, it's Mega Man. Um, I don't like using the um, the joystick, the analog sticks. Do you? Um, like for, they work fine. I just don't like it. It doesn't feel right. I use the yeah D-pad. for for Mega Man Eight. I didn't mind it, but for all the others, I had to use the D pad. Yeah, the D-pad is for sure the move. It's not as precise because you're not hitting directly straight down. Like, sometimes it thinks you're hitting down yeah. and over and shit. Um, yeah. Let's see. Even on Mega Maker on the PC, like, I'm using the D-pad. Like, I, I don't... It, it's not right with an analog stick. Uh, let's yeah. see. 
So, so yeah, so Mega Man's coming to the Switch, and we're going to get the X collection, which I'm really excited for. Um, oh, those yeah. are some well, of the... Go ahead. I mean, I don't know if I want to get it on the Switch now. If it's going to be something similar, where it's just going to be download codes and shit, I'm going to be piecing the fuck out and just getting it on PS4 at that point. Uh, do you... All right, so a while back, the, the ESRB was going to make all games, uh, like even like the independent developers, if they want to release a physical copy, like you're going to have to pay to get them rated. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, it's going to like really negatively affect like limited run games and stuff like that because okay. they haven't factored that cost in. Um, yeah, so I wonder if we're starting to see the effects of that. Is that they're not wanting to submit as much to um, to the SRB, so they're just uh, and paying the fees, so they're just going to do a lot more digital now because of that. Well, fuck. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get it's it at all. So lame, man. Uh, so. Yep, that's that's where we're living in. Physical's going away. And, you know, I'm not fighting uh, progression, Matt, when I say I, I don't want I a am. download copy. I have tons of download. <laughs> you are? Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> I want I want physical only. I, I don't, I'm not that hardcore about it, but my concern is this, and, and this year has been a great example of this between the hurricanes and the storms and the power outages and shit like that. Man, without internet, you are fucked if you don't have a physical copy. Yo. Pretty you know, much. Yeah. and and like, I, I know a lot of physical copies are even just a license to run it, but like you can play PlayStation and Xbox games without an internet connection, even though you don't need you only need the disc in to authorize you to play it. It's still on the hard drive, but you yeah. have the physical copy and you can play it with PSN being down. You know, like that's my whole problem, and I'm buying less and less digital because of that because it's just. You know, uh, and what about when these these systems and these servers all go offline? You know, like we've seen this too. Like everybody's like, no, they'll carry your purchases over. No, they won't, because look at Nintendo. They haven't they haven't let you take your shit, and they've they've killed two different ecosystems now. Yep. The Switch is all new. You know, the Wii and the Wii U you had carryover, but like the original DSi network didn't work with the 3DS uh, network. So you didn't get to keep any of those games. So no, the answer is no. They don't have any. They don't even have any obligation to make sure. Sad. They don't have any obligation <laughs> to make sure that you get to keep and play the games that you bought digitally. They have no obligation to. So that's my problem with digital stuff. If they would sort that out better, I would be more okay with it. But um, you know, and then if you're if you're a pack rat and, and a hoarder and stuff like 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 Matt and I are when it comes to games, it is nice to have the real one on the shelf. Yeah, um, it is. But you know, f- from a realistic standpoint, though, the only real problem is is that what's going to happen when they do PSN 2.0? You know what I mean? Or Xbox Live 2.0? And we, Lord knows, Microsoft is not good about keeping things the same <laughs> over time. So, yeah. you know, and licensing. So. But, uh, but anyways, I digress on that topic. So, Matt, you want to go ahead and and, uh, and go to the next? This next one's really, it was pretty interesting to read. You want to go for it? Yeah, sure. Um, so there was an article that was released on businessinsider.com, which is, you know, an actual legit, you know, website about <laughs> right. business. And they were talking about how Twitch is pulling in as many viewers as CNN and MSNBC. That's huge. Which, and Fox Fox News and ESPN as well, it said. Yeah, which is, it's insanity. Which, But then you can almost understand why, because as P- 
people like us that are in our generation and even the generation right before us as we're getting older, yeah. people aren't watching cable TV. They aren't watching. Nope. They're not even watching network TV, you know, CNN, ABC, or I mean, ABC, NBC, CBS and all that. And if they do, they're streaming the one show or a couple shows or whatever they yeah. like from that network. Yep. Yeah. And we're people in our generation and people that are, um, you know, even generation right before us, we're watching more streamed content more than ever. YouTube, Twitch, you know, even Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, and all I, that. I was probably one of the last holdouts of our generation for that. But, you know, when I spent <laughs> the last six months not even watching my cable, I just recently killed it off. Like, you're right. Yeah. There's, yeah. No, it makes it does make sense. There's it's it's the older generations that are that are doing all that. And, and I think this is going to be the trend. I think we're going to see a lot, lot more of this. And when you think about it, I guess as a business like Twitch, for example, it, even though they have a lot of costs associated with keeping the website online in terms of servers and bandwidth. Right. But in terms of who they're paying to, you know, bring in the viewers and all that, they're probably paying minuscule amounts of money compared to like what a actual TV network has to pay, like their anchors and, you know, actors and all that shit. It's definitely too. cheaper. And producers yeah. and directors and whoever the hell else who, who they have to pay for a show. Because look at um someone, like they mentioned an article, this Dr. Disrespect. I've never seen him stream, but I've seen clips of him. Yes, me too. But, and I know, um, I know he probably makes a lot of money from Twitch, but it's probably, you know, much cheaper to keep someone like him the face of Twitch compared to, you know, having to pay some expensive anchors and actors well here's the thing too they're not paying him any more than they would pay anybody that gets that amount of views that you know what i mean too yeah so it's not you know they were getting these views anyways just because they refocused to one dude that the same amount of money is going out you know what i mean yeah so yeah no it's it's definitely cheaper to operate yeah you need servers and shit like that but truthfully with the way like aws and all those those services and and whatever microsoft is called you know like server space is becoming cheaper and cheaper um as well it's just bandwidth is more right right which is also becoming cheaper and cheaper yeah you know and so and and the way they're talking about it you know it twitch is all user generated content so twitch really just has to provide the platform they don't really have to do much else besides provide the platform make sure it's stable and all that doesn't surprise me too why everybody else is trying to to kind of copy the model even youtube uh even youtube's trying to jack up their their live streaming stuff and um microsoft is you know they've been trying to break into that and and um you know the only the only downside i could say to twitch though is is that the they because you don't really have any rights because they're completely private and you know they can do what the fuck they want with it yeah i feel like they're a little too i I don't mind them being strict on what you know what content they're allowing and and you know Mm -hmm. keeping it you know a little more friendly to everybody but like i don't like how open their explanation for all that is it's sort of like if you if they think you're if they say you're doing something that's you know outside of the user agreement you're out and there's no repercussion. There's no you don't take them to court. There's nothing like that was their terms. They left them vague like that for a reason. And forget it. You're gone. You know? Yeah. But I mean, for people who hate all that shit, I mean, I can understand. I don't like a lot of like what they said for the new terms and services, but they are a private company. They they set up those terms and conditions. And 
if they happen to find you in violation of one, boom, you're out. And yeah. You can't do anything because you agreed to everything by streaming and setting up an and account. Then, but then what do you do? You, there's no, there's nobody else that you can kind of run to and, and, and rebuild yourself though, because there's no other, that's like, I mean, there, there's other services out there. I mean, YouTube's one of them. It's not as big, but if you have a big enough following, people will follow you. Not everybody, but people follow you to these other sites. You, you know, I, I think that it's a very low amount, Matt. I do. Um, I think it's very low that will follow you from site to site. Um, like, and it's an attention problem. Because, like, look at... Now, we're not... Uh, I'm going to take us away from streaming for a moment and just talk more YouTube uh, YouTube content. Um, yeah. Like, these guys that make a living on YouTube... They have a serious problem where they can't take time off because if they're not putting out content, people will go to somebody else who is and they have a hard time bringing them back. And I bet you Twitch is going to be like that, too. Oh, so and so is not on Twitch anymore. Yeah, he's over here. Yeah, but I'm watching this guy now. And Mm. and that's kind of a problem. Um, So I don't know what the solution to that is, but. You know, as as grand as the idea sounds in your head to, you know, I'd love to be a content creator and and not work for anybody and work for myself. Think about that. Like you're at the you're essentially being held hostage by Twitch or YouTube, whoever your your platform is for whatever you're doing. And then your audience isn't isn't faithful. You know, they won't wait there. They want it. They want it now and they think they expect it, you know, so it's becoming less and less uh, glamorous, at least to me. Uh, to to think about doing content creation as a job, you know? Oh, yeah, dude, no, I would never want to do this as, like, a full-time job. I mean, unless the only time I'd want to do this as, quote-unquote, a job is if I was already well off, you know, and didn't have to worry about money. Yeah, if you, if you kind of had some success with it and were able to kind of have, like, a cushion to kind of sit on or something like that, it might be okay, but yeah, that's super rare. I mean, that's like winning the lottery. And in terms of, like, streaming or even YouTube, it there people don't realize there is an insane amount of luck behind it too insane where you know a, a good example and the and it, it frustrates me personally because it's like what the fuck am i doing wrong is you know there'll be a new magic the gathering podcast that starts up and and you know i mean they're they're a nobody like i am but yet somehow they're getting more views and downloads than i am and it's like how does that shit happen yeah it and, and then I go and listen to their content and I'm like, holy shit, first of all, you, you know nothing about editing audio, it just sounds like shit, you know, and you're talking about really boring stuff, yet everybody loves, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing wrong, you know, and it's, I mean, you probably understand what I mean, it's, oh, the, yeah. it's same shit with streaming, YouTube, and you can do everything right by the book, you can read up and study on how to do, you know, content creation, YouTube, whatever, and still never achieve success. So did I, did I tell you about this? Um, Adam Carolla has like a podcast, like pay for, uh, it's like a, it's like a six part series to help you build your podcast up. Have you heard oh, about really? this? No, I haven't. I didn't know he did it. Yeah, he did yeah. That. there's all kinds of sponsored ads popping up everywhere now, and it's like, yeah, you know, listen to Adam Carolla. You know, pay thirty bucks and get six up four or six or whatever it is. I think it's six episodes uh, from Adam Carolla teaching you how to, you know, get more viewers and 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 do everything right. And it's kind of like, whoa, hold on, this isn't. I, what does he know about? right now in 2018 building a podcast up from the ground when you have nothing like yeah he brings a lot of podcasts up on podcast one but it's established network and when he started and it's already established personalities too 
usually you know? he's bringing on art you know people that are already known and have big followings and stuff but like when he started first of all let's look at it the the podcast uh, realm was virtually non-existent okay second yeah. he was famous and so he had a mm-hmm. following and people that were going to listen to him anyway so he caught he jumped in at the right time granted he did build it up from the ground up i'm not trying to take that away but he had a better start than most of us are going to do how much does he really know about a nobody like say us coming up from the beginning you know he you know i i just i feel like that's kind of a money grab and i'm concerned that we're going to see more and more of that kind of shit too uh in the content creation where people can't make it the normal way so they're just going to be like selling shit that's supposed to help you along the way kind of like scam shit you know like self-help motivational type sales and shit like that i don't know man it's i mean i i I wouldn't I, i wouldn't be surprised you know um, but it's, you know, and I think that's where it starts. And I kind of want to say shame on Adam Carolla for doing it. You know, he, well, I mean, it, it's also, you know, you bring up a good point where, you know, he was already famous to begin with, but, you know, look at other popular YouTube personalities like that. We follow like, you know, the angry video game nerd and Pat Contry. Right. Granted, you know, they weren't famous before they started, but they started right at the, the birth of YouTube, you know? Well, not even that like avgn was already a thing right so even he had when he jumped to youtube uh he already had a following like he didn't start from the ground up there you know what i mean granted he started from the ground up online doing stuff but when youtube and all that kind of like the modern era quote unquote of all this content creation he already had a following so there you go so yeah you know it's just I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think you were right when you said that it's it's an insane amount of luck. I think that's what you need nowadays. Like you really need an insane amount of luck to break through because it's not even skill or quality of anything. Because if, if, if anything we've seen lately, none of that shit matters <laughs> at all. Um, oh, yeah. The most garbagey shit will, will, will yield huge views or huge listens and, you know. Um, so anyways, I guess, I guess we can put that, that whole topic to bed, but yeah, so Twitch is, uh, the first thing that we're really hearing about is more popular than an actual TV network. And I do think that's cool overall. I do think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, (laughs) no, but I mean, but it it is cool. It's the, um, it's really changing the way we're consuming media, you know, for sure. For sure. It's. You know, it's almost interesting to see what it's going to be like when what how media is being consumed when I have grandkids, you know, God, it's going to be 100 percent different, dude. Yeah, I bet you none of this shit exists. YouTube, Twitch, I bet you all that shit is gone by then. There's going to be like my daughter and your son are going to start their own podcast and talk about. Yeah, you remember when we used to watch Twitch and when. And Marka PewDiePie was the most popular streamer, and you know he just he just the, the new streamers now just aren't as good. You know this this new um, Doctor Django or whatever the fuck. Wow. I fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's weird, man, to think about that. Yeah. Like, I don't see longevity. Like, I don't see YouTube sticking around for you know twenty years. I don't think it'll be there. How could it? They always lose money on it. Something, they can't, yeah, they can't keep content. Topple it. Yeah, they can't keep content creators happy. They content creators themselves can't keep their own followings for very long. Like, yep. you know, just a select few can. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't I don't know. Something's got to happen with all that. Like I think I think that it's really weird. Like you said, how how we consume this stuff. Uh, as compared to even 10 years ago and think about what it's going to be in the future. You know, it's just really interesting. Yeah, man. So, uh, next topic, this one is kind of interesting. So there's a company called flight sim labs and they are being accused of installing malware on, uh, on their customers, PCs when they download. How dare they? Yeah. So, um, it's, it's kind of interesting, um, this one I found, this this article I found on Kotaku, but um, it, it's kind of one of those things that, like, we all say is happening, but, like, kind of like conspiracy theory, you know? Like, oh, you don't yeah. know what they're doing with your data, you know? Well, it, <laughs> this company got busted. Um, so, basically, um, the there's some code uh, in their games that installs some type of malware thing, and basically what it is, it's a chrome password dumping tool <laughs> so it goes into your chrome wow. grabs your passwords and holds on to them and sends them up to to them um, what a piece of shit yeah that's pretty fucking dirty um and it says uh you know this guy uh, from the company what's his name uh do, 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 do flight sim labs uh so i don't know the guy's name uh, flight sim. oh boss lefteris Calamaris, Calamarasis. <laughs> I can't even say his name. Uh, but Sounds guilty. He wrote on their own forums, you know, that there's no tools to reveal any sense of information. Uh, any customers allergy to purchase our products, uh, blah, blah, blah. He goes on, basically, he's like, um, it's used for uh, for themselves. Uh, take specific measures to alert us. Uh, wait, hold on, where is it? If such specific serial numbers. Oh, so it's supposed to stop pirated copies is what they're using it for. Uh, they call it test.exe, by the way. That, that's that's the name of the file, test.exe. Jesus. Um, but basically, uh, it's they're using it to verify serial numbers uh, to make sure that there's their people are using legitimate copies. Which okay, yeah. that sounds fine. I have no problems with that. Uh, but that's not the case though, because even though they're saying that and that's what they're hiding behind, the thing is, is that it actually does steal your information and it does it successfully. And the only reassurance you have is that that company flight sim labs is giving you reassurance that they're not going to use it or give it away. And that it's that data is secure with them. So they are taking your data. They're taking your passwords. They're taking all kinds of shit from you. And they're just like, well, we're not what using it. We're not using it. Okay. Oh, so that's okay. Yeah. So that's okay. So uh, it's just, this is one one company that got caught. You know what I mean? And how many more are doing this to us? Yeah, I know, right? You know? I mean, and the other thing is that, you know, is this something now that we're going to see, like, Google change Chrome to stop things from doing this? And what kind of functionality problems is that going to give us, you know? Um, I, I just thought it's really crazy. It's for DRM check, and they're stealing your shit. And they're like, well, we're not going to use it, and it's safe with us. <laughs> what if you get hacked, dicks? You know? Yeah. Uh, Dude, I mean, is there any kind of potential lawsuit on their hands with this? Not I that I in the article. see. Not that I see. Did Did you have the link in there? Yeah, I'm looking at the Kotaku article right now. I'm not seeing any kind of potential lawsuit or anything. But No, it says, so the, late, the last update, which was the day this article came out, uh, the last update was, uh, this is from the company themselves, says, we have already replaced the installer in question and can only promise you that we will do everything in our power to rectify the issue with those who feel offended. Offended, Matt. 
as well as never use any such heavy-handed approach in the future. Once again, we humbly apologize. Fuck Fuck you. Yeah, fuck them. Just fuck them. I hope they get sued to oblivion for that shit. I mean, it it just takes one case of somebody's shit being stolen because of this, and and that's it. You know, uh, to to try and stop hackers. I mean, it. I mean, you're just never gonna stop the freaking people to, you know, download your software illegally. I mean, h- how many times have we seen companies claim like, "Oh yeah, hackers won't be able to crack this," and a month later, it's cracked. Dude, the switch is hacked already. Yeah, I you mean, there, there's there's gonna be a way. Is, is there anybody f- in the world that wants their shit hacked less than Nintendo? No. <sighs> So, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, like it, it's like you're going to get hacked, like stop it. Like people are going to get yeah. your shit on bootleg. But you know what? Those aren't your customers anyways. I hate to tell you. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. So fuck them. And I hope I never hear their name ever again. So I will not be buying their uh, which I wouldn't have bought a flight sim uh, probably anymore. Well, they don't even make flights. They just make add ons and mods for other flight sims. Good point. Good point. So, so they're never go. gonna, yeah, fuck them. Well, uh, a very small company is dead today. <laughs> I think they're done <laughs> after this. It's especially with our ones of listeners, they're they're done. They're yeah, done. yeah. We have stopped at least one person from buying your shit. So watch that, out. That, actually, two people. Two you and me. Two. There you go. So <laughs> one plus us. So three. So what now? What now? Flight Sim Labs. What oh, shady shit. fucks. It, Probably um, Vic or Super Fanboy Brian. Yeah, they probably they probably are out of it too. Um, yeah. I, I will say this, like, kind of related, is that like um, I used to back in the day when I gave a shit and I you know had more uh, drive, I would jailbreak my iPhones and I would put um, mostly to me run too. emulators on my phone. Yep, me too. Yep. You know, I, I didn't really do much else on it with it. I just did it to do that. And I would always find that you know six eight months in of it being jailbroken. Like your phone would start running real shitty, or one day you yep. turn it on, you'd go to use it and it would wipe itself. What data were they stealing from us during that time? Oh, dude, everything. The whole thing could be compromised because you're installing a perfectly you're you're installing a totally uh, you know hacked version of the OS. So who knows what they yeah. had access to? But I mean, granted, that's a little different because we did it to ourselves. But you know, it's just it's out there, and, and you got to watch out. And and if you can't trust companies that are legit developers i mean fuck man we're all doomed everything's just fucking ruined and doomed matt everything yeah pretty much so i mean we can talk about some happier news on our next next story yes followed by followed by bad news about this next story (laughs) oh yeah uh yeah go right ahead so super mario odyssey uh a really really awesome game for the switch Excellent just game. released its new update. I haven't played it yet. I, I really need to play it. It's um they said they added Luigi's Balloon World, which is a new mini game available after finishing the main story. And it also adds three new outfits that you can buy from the shops as well, too. It's like a it looks like a kind oh, oh, I guess they consider this the musician outfit. That it sort of looks like the the Goodfellas type outfit, but different colors. That Mario can wear in the game. Goodfellas, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, it's always mobster Mario. It is. It's mobster pin pinstripe suit, you know. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And then the next outfit is straight from Mario Sunshine, where he's wearing, like, uh, sunglasses and a 
and a shirt with the the shinies is that what they were called in mario shines yeah shines Shines. yeah it's a it's a hawaiian shirt so you know if you wanted to you could wear a hawaiian shirt and then we got dark souls mario in the next one (laughs) (laughs) it's a what coat of armor yeah 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 which i definitely need to buy that because that looks fucking sweet it is probably the sweetest of the three Oh, and I guess they added new coin and neon filters to snapshot mode, which I never messed with that. So The game makes you take a couple snapshots, but I've never even looked at them, the ones that I took. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I took some for to collect some of the stars or moons, yep. whatever the fuck. But um, I never really messed with the snapshot mode, though, like too much, like adding filters and stuff. Um, I but, haven't messed with it one bit. I mean... Honestly, like, I'm, am I, it, it, Matt, tell me if you saw me in this, but I feel like I'm the only one, like, because Final Fantasy 15 had some online or uh, built in, um, you know, like picture mode. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I just don't care. Like, if I'm going to take pictures, I'm going to do it in the real world. Like, I have no want or need to take pictures in a video game. Is that just me? <sighs> Pretty much. I mean, but developers are putting them in there for some reason because they're obviously popular people are doing it i mean people make some pretty good photos but at the end of the day it's you took a screen cap of a video game to me like yeah i don't know man i don't know what it is maybe it's because none of it's real but like i like taking a real picture with a camera or my phone oh yeah you know definitely the 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 last game i even actually tried to get some good screenshots for was um horizon zero dawn right horizon dawn zero whichever one it is (laughs) i forget (laughs) that dinosaur that metal dinosaur game metal dinosaur jesus game (laughs) metal dinosaur jesus (laughs) yeah but um but i mean it's just because that game just looks so gorgeous when you're playing it um it does so i saw some complaints about the the new game mode well hold on that, let's talk about what the game mode is like what you do yeah what the fuck is it i don't even know so what it is is it's it's kind of cool it's like a multiplayer thing like uh where you play with I, I don't know if it's online or local or what but i know it's multiplayer and what it is is you hide you you get a balloon and you have to hide it somewhere in one of the worlds and then the other person has to go and seek it out and find it um it's cool it's like a mini game um, as far as I know, oh, okay. I, I haven't played it yet, but as far as I know, like you can go off into any world and the other person has to kind of narrow it down and find it. Um, it, it sounds cool. Like it could be fun. It sounds very Nintendo-y, um, you know, uh, multiplayer type situation. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, that's really it in a nutshell. I guess there's really not much else to it. It's, it's hide and seek with balloons. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I'm watching a little video of it, so it looks like you have to find other players' balloons, and you get rewards for it, like coins and some shit. A lot of coins, apparently, is what, from what I tell. Yeah. yeah, so you can buy all kinds of in-game shit. Which is cool. Yeah, no, um, no doubt. And it's good to see them adding things to the game. It's not completely done, you know? Yeah, I saw people some complaining that, uh, why wasn't this included when the game came out and all that shit? God, like, people want everything, bitch. don't they? It's like, bitch, it's free, yeah. all right? It's well, why are you complaining? There's, e- even discounting this, there is still a shit ton of content to do. Yeah, like, and, did, did you need it at launch? Like, were you going to do this too besides playing the actual game? Like, fuck. Yeah. 
I don't know. People are just retarded, pretty much. Pretty much. Mm. Good times. So I guess, what, what is this glitching that's going so, on? Or people breaking the game with it? So it's already, you know, we can't have nice things, Matt, is what it comes down to. We can't have anything nice at all. So what happened was, is people have already figured out places that you can force the balloon or stash the balloon that are without a, out of the boundaries, so without a reach. So you'll never, ever be able to get it and get the reward. Um, yeah, like, I mean, it figures. Somebody's like, I guess um, New Donk City is, um, is kind of like the worst for it. There's a lot of out-of-bounds areas, uh, and people are kind of doing that, and they're exploiting it. Um, some of the drama with it is, is that, um, you know, they're worried that Nintendo's going to patch it and stop it, which would be great for the balloon mode. But I guess that all the, um, all the speed runners, they use some of these glitches to exploit so that they can, you know, save oh, some wow. time. And, you know, that is kind of a thing for speed runners is, is that they don't necessarily cheat, but they are taking advantage of shit in the code. And basically, if they change it, then all the records are kind of null and void, right? Because the game is now changed. So do they use, you know, unupdated versions and that's the way you go forward? Or do you use the update? You know, it becomes like a big fucking mess. So um, it'll be interesting to see what Nintendo does. Honestly, I don't think Nintendo gives a shit about people glitching and speed running their game. I think they care more about it plays properly. So I'd bet they True. patch it. I'd, I'd bet they patch it. Um, but... You know, and that's that's another thing about the world we live in is all these games are fucking patched left and right now. What happened to when a game came out? That was it. Um, that was in the olden days. I mean, is yeah, the olden days of yore. When when do we talk? We talked about this the other day. When did we figure out that that stopped? Was that PS2 original Xbox yeah. GameCube era? I, I, well, I don't know about game. Could you play anything online on GameCube? Did it have an Ethernet port? Yeah. So, yeah, you can get an adapter um, for it. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it was like Fantasy Star Online. Um, but, but there had to have been updates applied to Fantasy Star Online at one point. Fantasy Star would get, uh, you know, I don't think so. Actually, no. They still released. So there's Fantasy Star and there's Fantasy, Fantasy Star version 2, which is the update. And that's like a game disc. Um, as far as I know, you didn't download and actually update anything because you didn't have any storage on those systems. That's true. And, you know, like the PlayStation 2, you could hook up like USB flash drives to it and store things, yeah. but you can't do any of that shit on the GameCube. So there isn't a USB drive on the GameCube. So I'm going to go with no. I'm going to say, and I don't know, maybe the Xbox had, the original Xbox had patches because that was kind of a PC. It had a hard drive and... yeah and all that and i don't remember but um somewhere in that era was the last time we got games that were the way they were you know yeah i mean i do remember <clears throat> them releasing updated cartridges like say if there was a game breaking bug in super mario world <clears throat> they would release like say a year or two later they would release a second revision of the game that but was a that, thing, yeah. If there's anything major, they would if they did another batch, they would fix it in that. But they wouldn't yeah. make a big deal out of it though either. And the games were no, never unplayable. Wouldn't. What the hell? <clears throat> I'm losing my voice for some reason. Um the, the games were never unplayable. You know what I yeah. mean? Like they wouldn't let that happen, but yeah, you're right. They would do revisions, but it wasn't necessary, you know. Um Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. 
so the problem to hear players tell, especially permanent New Donk City. Yeah, New Donk City is like the worst place for it. So good times, good times. We can't have nothing nice. Can't even get a new mode without people trying to fuck you over on it. See, the thing is, is that if you hide the balloon and it doesn't get found, uh, yeah. you get the reward. So by hiding it where somebody can't get to it, guarantees that you're going to get those coins and all those all those rewards. That that's kind of what they're what they're doing with that. That's how they're exploiting it and why they're exploiting it. I, I say, what's wrong with playing fair? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, but you know, speedrunning community. That's a crazy one. There's um, it, it's like cutthroat competition in that shit, man. Well, but it's all bragging rights, right? Like, there's no prizes or money in any of that. Or am I wrong? Um, I mean, not really like prizes or it's it is bragging rights, but you know, there there are followings too. Like the speedrunning community is a lot bigger than we think because we don't follow it. I mean, there's a lot of popular speedrunners out there, and that's you know, true. They got a big following and make money off that shit. That's true. That's I guess that's true because like um, even like when we were talking about last week with all the um, and the week before with like all the Donkey Kong stuff, like the guys that are setting the records now just do it on Twitch. So I'm sure they have a bunch yeah. of people watch when they go when they stream because it might be a world record oh, that's set. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, um, no, no, uh, no decision yet. By the way, on uh, on our buddy Billy Mitchell, if his um, if his score is going to be pulled from Twin Galaxies or not, but, it uh, should be. I, I, I yeah, I could not agree more. Um, <laughs> so I could not secure the funds, Matt. But a fun fact, everybody. So I just so happened to be in a Billy Mitchell hole uh, online oh, uh, this week again, again, <laughs> and I ended up on some forum with some shit from like 2010. And Dude, you're obsessed. Somebody somebody put the link to his his restaurant that he owns in Hollywood, Florida, their website. And he did not pay to renew it. <laughs> I was trying like hell to come up with the $400 to buy the domain so that I would own the rights to his fucking restaurant's website. Oh, but my God. I couldn't get it to happen. Um, not his hot sauce website, uh, which was crashed, by the way, um, because of all the controversy. People are Googling the shit out of him. And his hot sauce website that he sells his hot sauce from was completely down. Bandwidth exceeded. Uh, I couldn't buy that domain, but his restaurant... Uh, is open if anybody wants to get it uh that would be fucking hilarious uh steal that, that shit. would be um so uh yeah so uh that that's the update there no nothing really all you know he's he's still standing by it it's twin galaxy's fault for losing shit but seems seems sketchy um for sure so uh matt do you want to take the last topic sure um i guess the next topic is them talking about how the circle acts a bit differently in competitive PUBG, which I didn't even know they were even... I'm, I'm not surprised they're doing competitive PUBG, but I, I guess I'm surprised they're doing competitive PUBG because it's not a very interesting game to watch from when I watch streamers and stuff. Yeah. It's it, it's more fun to play than anything. Well, I, I think that's why they're kind of changing what the competitive scene for it looks like, right? Yeah, because they had to. It's not 
it, it doesn't force enough action. Um, but you know, I was, I was watching this and like the, the first tournament was, was like the other day. And I, I, I watched like a clip and everything like that game went 35 minutes. Like we were talking about this last week, like they're long ass games, even with the new competitive rules and changing how the circle acts, like it still went 35 minutes for, for one match. Yeah. Fuck that, that's, man. That's, that's long, man. So according to what I'm reading here, and I still haven't seen a competitive game, so I don't know what it's like, Right? is they're saying that normally when you're playing, the circle is about 4.2 kilometers in diameter, but in competitive, it's 3.7 kilometers, so about a 500 meter difference. Right. And then when the circle, when the circle gets smaller, um, they say the following circles, however, are bigger than normal and close and se- slower than regular circles. Uh, where was the other part? It's um, also um, not random. It just starts shrinking evenly. So it's yeah. more predictable on what's going to happen. So the idea, I guess, is to get the teams and everybody that's fighting to focus on the fighting and less on the running to avoid the circle. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense if you're trying to make it interesting to watch. Because, I mean, how many times can you watch people get swallowed by a circle, you know, or, yeah, or just and, be running? And, yeah, and, and if they make the circle more predictable, you know, how's it going to feel like when a whole team drops in one area of the map and oh the entire time they're just running across the map and then they don't make it and they die exactly right exactly right so i think that that's really cool that they did that um for the competitive mode i think that's smart if they're going to try to do anything because you know they're up against Fortnite for this and Fortnite, i don't think needs to modify shit to to go competitive it's quick the circle isn't a problem um it's fast game Excuse me, it's yeah. fast paced. So um, I think they needed to do something like this, um, you know, um, and, you know, because it's actually like a regulated match and all that, like you don't have to worry about cheaters or anything. So that's kind of cool. True. Yeah. Um, so matches in, was it Katowice? Katowice, I think it's in Poland is, yeah. is where they did this at, where they started doing this. That's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, so PUBG uh, going competitive. Um, and they changed the rules a bit. I wonder, can you play? Can you play the competitive version, like if you wanted to, so you could train? I don't know, because I mean, it would be nice. It would be, be on the cool. test server, if anything, I would guess. But I haven't messed yeah. with that in a while. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about competitive esports, man. To be perfectly honest with you, um, is there anything that you frequently watch? I mean, Magic is the only thing. Is that an esport yeah. though? Because it's I not mean, electronic. It, I mean, they're they're trying to. I mean, with the new Magic Arena that I'm in the beta of, that's going to be the new esport. Depending on how they do it, right? Um, and how you collect cards and everything. But um, Magic is the only thing I really watch on Twitch regularly in terms of tournaments and all that. And I may tune into a really big StarCraft II tournament when it's you know one of the big ones of the year. But other than that, not really, man. I. I don't really watch much on Twitch unless it's a magic tournament. So how does that work with a magic tournament? They have like announcers and stuff or is it? Oh yeah. 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 They've got, you know, they've got a play by play and a color commentator. They've got cameras overhead people watching the cards and they'll, um, you know, talk about what cards they're playing. And so it's um, a whole big production then. Oh yeah. Dude. When I was at, um, when I was up in Atlanta, I saw all the setups and just the rig they build for the camera. It's like, damn, that doesn't look cheap just the little rig they have 
how much room do you think there is for all these different pro circuits and all these different e-games? Because, like, I'm looking right now, and it's like there's Dota 2 pro circuit. You know, there's uh, League of Legends is still there. You've got the the uh, MLG, which is, like, uh, Call of Duty and shit like that. And now you've got PUBG, yeah. and there's talk of Fortnite entering. Like, is there really enough people watching to support this many different variants of it? Well, you also have to remember, even though... Like, okay, let's let's just take a look at League of Legends right now. They, as of we're recording this, there's um, uh, almost a hundred and fifty thousand people watching the North American LCS right now. And to you and I, that that's a lot of people watching it. But to sports networks, that's not a lot. That's nothing. But we're dude. also we're also not taking into account all the other foreign streaming websites that are out there too that are pulling in big numbers like south korea is has um africa or africa.tv or something africa (laughs) it's like a-f-r-e-e-c-a i don't know how you say i don't know how you really say say it say it like you're korean matt oh god japanese do do i'm not even gonna do an old japanese man (laughs) but um um, it's i mean we're also not taking in those numbers too i mean it could be another hundred and fifty thousand watching league of legends too so that's three hundred thousand and then how many unique viewers are there actually watching it too so even though the numbers are a lot lower than say maybe a typical sports game like football Mm -hmm. Or you know basketball or something, it's um it's still a lot of people and a lot of eyes and advertisers look for that shit. Like when, when you're watching these esports, the majority of advertisers are computer companies, you know. Right, because like, that's their target audience. Like instead of hitting, because like you think about it, like you get somebody watching basketball. Like well, obviously everybody's into basketball that's watching that. But what else is everybody into? So like it's like you might have a million people watch a basketball game, which might actually be a little high estimate unless it's like a finals game. But whatever, we'll use a million for example. You're watching an NBA yeah. game, you know somebody you know well everybody needs to clean their house well let's hope that a hundred thousand people uh will actually even consider our product you know so one tenth whereas with this that that's true matt you make a good point that you know if you're advertising on one hundred fifty thousand and it's computer related shit you know that pretty much everybody that's watching is some type of a computer nerd and you're speaking to them directly so it is a little bit yeah. better in that aspect but i'd like to see the company's like I always feel like I feel like they still treat all the online stuff and the streaming and 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 the YouTubes and stuff like that as second rate because the numbers are lower for each individual thing. But like when are they going to switch to, you know, prioritizing those and understanding that you're getting a better demographic? Like you're you're getting your demographic specifically. Like when is that going to happen because that's what's keeping these know. old TV mentalities still running, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I agree. I understand. It's still, I mean, it's still a long way to go before, you know, League of Legends is going to topple American football or anything like that. Well, again, but now you've got the thing there is that you're not just, League of Legends is very specific. Not only is it PC gaming, but first of all, it's gaming. Then it's PC gaming. Then it's League of Legends. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's very specific. So, um, will that beat out american football no because football you've got yeah you've got people that are into football but it's all walks of life right like it's totally different it's not very yeah, specific and, like that and watching football 
and uh, like if you know nothing about football, it's easy to watch and understand. Basically, one team has to make it to the other side of the right the field. Right. Well, exactly. And and League of Legends, like you have to know. Like I'm I'm a PC gamer or gamer, we'll say in general, and I and I'm interested in all that stuff. But I don't I don't know anything about League of Legends, so I'm not going to watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and and I I don't know if you one I don't know if you remember these arguments I used to have with Mikey back at work. It's um. It's when I compare something like StarCraft versus League of Legends, I find StarCraft easier to watch as a casual viewer. Like, I've never played StarCraft, never played League of Legends. I find StarCraft easier to understand than League of Legends. By far. Because it's much more simple. Basically, yeah. StarCraft, you have to build a big army and kill the other person. League of Legends, it's even though at its basic core, you have a team of five on both ends, and the other team has to destroy the other base but that's not what they do in the game they're not just going straight for the other base they're doing way more other stuff right it's super deep and 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 what you know what can each each character do and like what is their role in it and what what tactic are they taking to get to that first yeah it's it's way deeper which we're, we're getting into the details of it and starcraft is similar but and in, you know, you can say the same for a lot of the esports out there. You know, Call of Duty, um, super easy to watch. Um, you know, it, which Halo, yeah. You know, f- fighting games, fighting games. I-, I can actually sit down and watch, you know, Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, and I don't, I may not know the specific moves or anything, but it's those are really, really simple to understand and watch. It's, you know, hey, can the other guy beat up the other guy? That exactly that that Dragon Ball Fighter Z, by the way, is becoming quite the the popular thing. I'm noticing a lot yeah. of people are streaming that, and there's already tournaments for it and shit. Um, which I which I mean, I can understand maybe League of Legends being more popular because it's a team based game, right? But I was always surprised that when esports started coming up, that fighting games weren't more popular than they are. You know, that's a great point because because th- those are probably some of the easiest video games to understand for someone who has never who doesn't play video games a lot or anything. That's and you're looking. That's really weird, Matt. That's a really good point. Or like if you ever see a video game tournament somewhere out in like the real world, like in it's usually like a fighting game, you know? Yeah. So you'd think that that would be kind of the more. Uh, larger one but it's, it's or or even racing games too i'm surprised that racing games have never really taken off in esports so know? there is like i racing and shit like that exists um which is actually a simulator they don't get hardly any views you know why because racing itself has a hard time getting views so yeah. now you're talking virtualized like not you know that's that's a lot different um you know nascar is probably like the exception to any of those is the only one that seems to be able to draw a tv audience you know and, and honestly nobody really plays when you want to race on the computer the amount of people that race nascar based stuff is way less than the amount of people that want to race formula one or le mans or or, or gt yeah. cup cars and shit like that like more people want to play those but nobody really wants to watch them and nobody watches any of those in real life like the numbers are really low especially in america um you might get more formula one than anything but you know nascar destroys it and and i don't know what the magic is there because it's kind of the simplest form of racing uh when it comes to spectating uh so i don't know man i i I, that's probably has a lot to do with it is just it's parallel in the real world is hard to succeed in so therefore why would it be any easier translated yeah into digital. I, guess, I guess that's true i guess i never really thought of it like that yeah um 
But yeah, I don't know, man. It's I mean, esports are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. I I, I would agree with that. I, maybe I should find one that I want to get into. The other thing is too is like I don't know who to who's good or anything. Like I don't know who to root for. It's kind of hard as an outsider to get in. Maybe that's the key. Yeah, because even though you know I still love StarCraft and all that, it's if I try to watch it now, all the players I I used to follow back when it first started, none of them play anymore. Right. Um. I mean. There was a time where Blizzard really fucked up in terms of the esports scene. And I mean, that could be a whole podcast in and of itself. I don't want to get too deep into it, but they fucked up for a long time in their esports scene. And um, they, they started is fixing to, that. Well, no, no. I just mean StarCraft. Oh, not, okay. not, ta- okay. not talking about anything else. So they, they fucked up big time for it. And they were starting to get back into the groove of it. But. Overwatch came out and all their main focus of esports is all on Overwatch and I've tried getting into Overwatch with the Overwatch League and while they do a really really good job in production all of it seems so phoned in because what got me about Overwatch is as soon as the game was announced people were already like okay we need to make it an esport we need to you know start forming teams we need to start doing this and that it feel like they didn't let it organically grow into an esport gotcha okay it felt like it, it they already had esports in mind for this so right from the it, get-go so it's a little less authentic yeah. maybe a little less genuine not not real yeah, grassroots and, growth on it yeah where starcraft i mean especially starcraft one that was complete grassroots and you know starcraft one was never meant to be an esport and even though starcraft 2 was thought of as an esport from the ground up but it already had you know all the support from starcraft one right from it right that's true it's it, it i don't know man it's interesting like i was thinking about it too like um like coming at it from the outside is like i don't know like i think they make call of duties exactly like you were just saying about um overwatch like with esports in mind uh, now, now you think about yeah, it n- n- yeah now they do yeah Definitely. for sure and like what about like you you kind of alluded you kind of touched on this a little bit too is that the that you know all the players you used to watch aren't there anymore it really is a young man's sport too esports like you don't see anybody older than like 23 24 playing anything professionally like they're done at that point and I think that's really weird, and I think that's kind of alienating as well because you're not going to get people like us interested in watching some 19-year-old play Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. It's I mean, esports is a young man's game because it's you need the you need the reflexes forward and the all that stuff. And that- to be honest, I mean, and, and like when I was heavy into StarCraft two, even before I started the job we work at now i mean i i I try to want to not really be a pro but get good enough to you know hey maybe do a tournament or something and right and then just same with magic you start reading like what it takes and all that and you're like holy shit i've got a family and i and i'm already at a job that you know makes more money than these fucks make and all that They really don't make much money either for how much money's wrapped into it all like man you got to do some winning to make a living out of it Dude, especially pro magic. I, I read what these pro magic players go through, and I'm like, I would never want to do that, man. Some and of them still fi- live with their moms and shit, dude, and they're yeah. pros. What the fuck? That's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, not saying that living with parents is bad, but when you're in a situation where you can't live out on your own, and you're doing some a profession where you're, you, 
probably not making a lot of money to begin with. It's like you got to look at what you're doing with your life, man. You know, well, An that's a whole other thing. The, that, that's yeah. a whole other thing. But I feel like how could you be a professional at something that's so major, massive like that, and not and and still not be able to live on your own? Like that's a problem too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who's who's taking the money out of this? Where's the money really going? You know? Well, I mean, it, like Magic's a good example. There's just not a lot of money in Magic. There's really not. The the only sponsors that I ever see in Magic are just, you know, Ultra Pro. Ultra Pro is a huge one, and um, Ultimate Guard, and all they do is make Magic accessories. You know, and while Magic accessories is a decent business for Magic players, I mean, outside of that. You know, that's not a lot of money. It's not a major money maker. Okay, well, so, so for that, it makes sense. But, you know, like these dudes that are MLG guys and that, that, you know, win Call of Duty championships and shit like that, you know, and they make, you know. they But but there's money in those, though. When Like like Call of Duty championships or League of Legends championships, you're looking at prize pools of, you know, either half a million to a million dollars. Magic championships, you're looking at. 10 to 50 grand well hold on because the last i heard that like these uh like overwatch and 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 call of duty and stuff like that guys they're getting like you know we're not talking like the main tournament you know we're talking like you know these these uh these smaller ones because they obviously they have to play multiple per you know per year like they're yeah. playing them all the yeah. time you know they're they're getting a couple grand or something from each one you know and like that's their income for the month and it's like they rely more on like sponsorships and stuff like that Oh, and we also don't know if they get salaries too. Now, now I do know, just speaking from Magic terms, a lot of the Magic teams they don't make salaries at all. It's all tournament winnings or sponsorships. Right. That a, a lot of these teams, like League of Legends or Dota and Overwatch, they do make salaries on the teams. Same with StarCraft as well. Also, that's it, it that's may not be it may not be big salaries, and and they also sometimes have free housing where they all live in the same house. Too. like the the team buys a house pretty much and they all live there and train there it seems almost kind of like some forced shit though like like they to oh, live yeah. there it's like you got a game like you know like what oh like 24 7 yeah like I, I i've read um regiments that starcraft players do like south koreans do it's pretty much you know get up eat breakfast maybe do half an hour of exercise play starcraft for eight hours then train with your coach on certain strategies of StarCraft. You know, maybe, you know, in between that, eat lunch and dinner. Maybe do another 30 minutes of exercise and go back and play StarCraft until, you know, you pass it's out. time to go to bed. Yeah. yeah. And wake up and do it again like seven days a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I guess the, the trade-off to that is you won't be doing it for very long anyways. Nope. You know, nope. so. But what do you do with your life then? You know, you put everything on hold to be a pro. And uh, it's over in two, three years. What do you do after that? It, it it really depends on where you live live in the world too. Like someplace like Asia or Europe, it may be easier because you know options to go back to school are you know relatively cheaper in those areas. Yeah. And um, compared to here in America, in America, I mean, just like anything, like once you hit twenty five, twenty six, and you don't have any other experience, it's either maybe try something else in media or go back to school or work at McDonald's or something. Dude, I'm waiting for the day that you and I get an applicant that says like, you know, former MLG champion or something, you know, like on their resume. Oh, I'm just going to call them up and just be like, so tell me about your MLG experience. Yeah. Oh yeah. Da, 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 da. 
and just make fun of them. Oh, that applies to literally nothing. No, that'd be mean as hell. But, you know, like that shit's going to start happening, you know? Like, oh, yeah. I I, I think that, like, I don't think you should strive to be a pro gamer. I think that if you're good enough, like, and it comes to you, you should do it. But I don't think that that's any type of goal to work towards. Like, what if, what, okay, what about your son? What if he was like super good at Plants vs. Zombies? Okay, well, like, and and there was a great example for it. Um, I mean, great. If it comes, like I said, if it comes to him, do it, man. Run with it. See where it goes. If that's what he's passionate about, sure. But like, if he's mediocre at it or he's okay and he decides that's what he wants to do and go towards and puts all his effort towards it, and you know, it's, is there other things he could be doing? Do you know, do you see the difference there? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to really try and say, don't go after your dreams. But on the other hand, when it comes to like pro gaming, it's like, that's kind of a terrible goal to go towards because at best you're going to get a couple years and then you're yeah. fucked, you know? Like, I mean, s- same goes for trying to make it in YouTube and Twitch and content creation. It's, you know, like do it, hey, see what happens, but don't, don't, don't bank on it. Don't, don't rely on yeah, it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Man, we just sound like some fucking downers, don't we? Don't follow your dreams, God. kids. VCR don't gaming. Don't follow your dreams. <laughs> that should be a shirt. Don't follow your dreams. That should be our next shirt. Yeah, it yeah, should be. Shit. Which, which we need to talk about that a little bit. We're working and actually trying to get some shirts and merch. Buy that merch. Get that merch. We are. I don't think we'd make a single fucking penny off of it, but it would be cool to have uh, have some shirts, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because um, and then I know we've been talking about maybe trying to do some events, <laughs> some live episode. Well, they'd be recorded, but it'd be live at a venue or something. Li- live and, to us. <laughs> yeah, live to us, and maybe trying to go to a convention or something. It's just we just need to plan it out. I know we got MegaCon coming up in May, but you, you know when they're having it though? No. Probably the worst weekend, Labor Day weekend. Ooh, yeah. The, the last weekend of May, because I was planning on going to Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. that weekend mm-hmm. and then i realized because there was that magic tournament and then right. i realized oh it's during labor day weekend oh i'll have fun traveling then yeah i mean i don't know it might be okay because we get an extra day off though it might be worth it like it's okay to put up with some bullshit uh you know i driving. mean if if we want to do megacon i'd recommend we do sunday and not saturday or friday because those are going to be in insanity yeah no I, I agree with you on that um we we should definitely do that. Um, let's let's yeah, tentatively we, we mark that it. down yep. for sure. Um, but on the the shorter term, uh, Matt, we we talked about here uh, the next uh, week or two. Um, probably not this weekend, but the following weekend, you and I are going to try to go find some type of a tournament here locally and just uh, just yeah. see what's up. Just check it out. So uh, we'll keep you guys posted. We'll probably put that up on our Twitter or whatever. Um, anybody uh, in the area or has questions or wants to meet us there or whatever, just let us know. Um, but uh, we'll keep you all posted on that. But yeah, we are going to do some more, uh, some more actual events, um, and it would be cool to have some merch on hand uh, when we do these. Buy so, that merch. Buy that merch. Get that merch. Merch money. <laughs> Put, <laughs> have, get um, get baby onesies. Yeah, we'll have VCR baby onesies and shit. You know, yeah. Matt, you, you know them Corollas that you got. They don't buy themselves, do they? I know, right? I, I gotta. I have been honestly thinking about trading in my Corolla for a new Corolla. You need wiper blades. Is it time? You gotta trade the car. No, in. it's no. I I'm, I ran out of my free oil changes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew there was something. <laughs> so I'm like, huh? Maybe I should just trade this in. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I, I'm getting to the point, man, where I'm like at the point on my loan where I 
could get out of a car and it's the longest I've ever owned a car. So I, I feel yeah, you, dude, bro. You've had that car forever. Three years, man. I've never owned a car this long. So I don't I know. know. I'm, I'm getting antsy, man. I'm getting antsy. So, but yeah, so, well, Matt, um, that is about it for our podcast today. Is there anything you wanted to add in before we bid everybody adieu? Um, if you're into magic, the gathering, uh, definitely check out my and dungeons and dragons, uh, Definitely check out my Magic Azubi podcast, which can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio on YouTube. And um, yeah, and any of your favorite podcast app. And you can just check it out there. And uh, I got a, a pretty cool guest coming out this Friday. Um, and it was a lot of fun. So yeah, nice. Where uh, about where it. can they yell at you online? How can they? If somebody wanted to just just tell you what the fuck was up, how how would they do that, Matt? Um, they can degrade me on Twitter <laughs> for at Zubatron. That's Z U B A T R O N. Awesome. Tell me what a piece of shit I am. Awesome. And I'll just be like, hey, I love you too. Okay. Uh, what about you, man? Um, I can be belittled uh, at, and we got to clear this up <laughs> because it seems to change all the time. I'd like to apologize that I was confused uh, on last week's episode. My Twitter is actually at Killabees, K-I-L-L-A-B-E-E-Z-Z, the number two, and then the letter T, at Killabees 2T. I know there's some confusion. That is it officially. We checked. <laughs> uh, it's in the description as well. Uh, Matt, where are, where would somebody go if they wanted to go to our website? What would they do? Um, they can go to VCRGamingPodcast.com or if they're watching the video, they can look at all the links down below and they can find us on Twitter at VCR gaming on Instagram at VCR gaming on Facebook at facebook.com slash VCR VCR gaming and Gmail at VCR gaming podcast at gmail.com. Belittle us there as well. Yes. You can, you can talk down to us on any of these platforms. Hey, if you send us a hate comment now, we'll be sure to not send you a free t-shirt. <laughs> but we will talk about it in the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, someone hates our podcast. It's awesome. Yes, we've made it. <laughs> we have haters. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? There was actually, I forgot to mention this to you because um, this podcast gets posted on one of my uh, Magic the Gathering forums. And someone responded to last week's episode. Uh, oh, shit. And it's um someone by the name of Jess Golbez who who follows my Magic with Zuby podcast and he asks actually towards you Matt how can anyone hate Mario Kart Oh well he's he must not have been <laughs> listening long enough to know that it's a love hate balance um because I have put Mario Kart in all of my top lists. In fact, when we have like a Sega top 10 list or something in the future, I'll probably put Mario Kart on there anyways. Um, a Sega? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I, I love Mario Kart. Um, but it is a game that I have. Like, I think the, the way I put it last week, Matt, was that I've never torqued a controller as many times for any other reason except for Mario Kart. So, um, you know, it's it's just something that uh, that pisses you the fuck off sometimes. Uh, Mario oh, Kart yeah. is great at doing that. It will ruin your evening, and uh, it can bring the hate out. So that that hope that answers your question. But officially, I do like Mario Kart, um, but it does fucking get right underneath my goddamn skin. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, so uh, so there. Wow, cool. I didn't know about that. So thanks uh, thanks for uh, for reaching out to us, and I uh, hope he hears my response. Yeah, hopefully. 
But um, yeah, I think that about does it for us. That is a full, complete episode for your earballs. Uh, check us out uh, next week, same time, same place. Twitch. We try to be five o'clock on Sundays, live on Twitch. We were a half hour late today, but we are good about posting that, aren't we, Matt? Yep. We let everybody know. Don't worry, we'll be there. So check us out live. If not, download us on any of your favorite apps, uh, podcast apps, uh, Shout Engine, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Apple, I, iTunes, iPod, whatever, podcasts, all that Zune. shit. Yeah, Zune. If you have a Zune, somehow you could probably put us on there, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's it. So thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, uh, we will catch you guys next time. All right. Have a great night. Matt, you can turn us live on the Twitch feed. Ow, my balls. <laughs> that was the first thing they heard, too. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, all right, we are live on Twitch.